a five, a six, a five, six, seven, eight. Musical Monday, Musical Monday. Oh, you just can't stop until you become a barber shop. Musical Monday. Musical Monday with Zach and Shay at Improv Broadway. I'm Zach. I'm Shay. And we're at Improv Broadway. Broadway. And of course, join with us with the finest fingies in the business, Caleb Wall. Tickled my spine. If this is your first time tuning into Musical Monday, uh, we sing our favorite songs to the musicals no one has ever heard about. And today is one that is not only a musical that has never heard about, but a musical convention that has never been tried. The title of this musical is called The Barbershop Duet. Mm. I can hear the harmonies already. I can hear the dissonant tones and the overtones and the undertones all bleeding in into my ears in a cacophonous symphony of beauty. (laughs) Do you know what cacophonous means? Yeah. (laughs) Lots of noises happening all at the same time. Uh, I can see the pinstripe shoots, shoot, shoot, suits. I can see the pinstripe <laughs> shoots and ladders. Shoots and ladders. The gum-chewing children watching with glee mm. as the duet sings to their heart's content. Oh, my goodness. This this is a musical all about the struggle of a barbershop duet trying to make it in a barbershop quartet's world. Mm. It is tough. They try to sign up for musical conventions, and the musical conventions say we only accept for for like a quartet. You can't do it with two people, and they are outraged. Yeah, they are absolutely furious, and they're and and they're like, but why? And there's like, well, you know, sort of the high notes and the low notes sort of rounded out, so it sounds pleasant. Otherwise, just having two dudes shouting out a cappella <laughs> at each other, it just sounds really gross. But here's the thing: this is the journey of of how they hear themselves in their mind because when they sing they don't just hear each other's voices they hear full accompaniment and it's beautiful for a them a piano that is more beautiful than their own voices a piano that is more beautiful than their own voices this is the song they auditioned with for the quartet competition that said only quartets Legally, we are mandating four people be a part of this. If you're a duet, please don't audition. Don't make the same mistake. I'm talking to you, the barbershop duet. <laughs> they, they, they called them out by name, Larry and Harry. Larry and Harry. And they thought they could outsmart them. You know the old trope of two kids standing on each other's uh, shoulders in trench coats? Yeah. So what they did is they wore four trench coats with mannequins, <laughs> trying to fool the judges that they were actually four voices at the same time. The judges were no fools, obviously. <laughs> they did not fall for it, but the audience was enraptured. Yeah, they won them They over. were fools, those idiots. Those and they fell audience. for it. They said, ah ha ha, four voices. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what a normal barbershop quartet artist they go, bravo, all four voices. Uh, and they fool them in this uh, beautiful song, Listen to All Four of Us. <laughs> Sure. 
What's better than free? Why that is for? I won't settle for less than eight minus four. When you do that equation, it is four and no more. Listen to us four. folks any two voices could do this check this out but listen to these four voices one two three one two three one two three one two Quartet. It was a bad <laughs> duet. <laughs> so they were thrown out on the streets. Despite the audience's clamor for the four voices, the judges kicked because them out. You'll notice they didn't say, What a great song. They just said, My, my, four voices. They acknowledged that there were four voices, like fools. Like fools. Mm. So the two, Harry and Larry, thrown out on the streets, and they say, well, we spent all our pennies trying to get into this competition. We cobbled them together, and they, you know, they put their heads together, and like, what could have gone wrong? What's wrong with our barbershop duet? And they found the obvious answer why we're not singing about our love. They were both in love with the same woman, same Mary girl, Jane. Mary Jane. And they thought, surely if we sing about Mary Jane, then the the judges will know that we should we belong with the quartet. Absolutely, said Larry. He said that's what true music is, a singing from the heart. What were we singing with the competition? <laughs> Just boo boo da boo boo doop and the number four? We can't put our heart behind that. No. So they start busking. They start busking in the streets, practicing their new duet, all singing all about their love, Mary Jane Gladly. That's right. And that's the title of the song, Mary Jean, Mary Jane Driving Me Insane. Just waiting in line. Oh, wait, I said, 
driving me insane. Oh, I popped on down to the Jane shop and what did I see? A Mary Jane. A bunch of Janes waiting there for a little old me. I picked one Jane and took her home. I didn't want her to be alone. I put her in a cute dress and I made her say, yes, Mary Jane is driving me insane. Mary Jane is driving me Wow, and they caused a six-car pileup. <laughs> You'll pay attention to the lyrics. He goes to a Mary, Mary Jane shop, store, picks up a Mary Jane, then goes to just a Jane store. <laughs> oh, that's right. I, I forgot they were two separate stores. He had to put them together. You know, it's like, you know, they used to have a pottery store and a barn store, and then they mixed it all together. This was made in the 40s where you could buy a woman at a shop. <laughs> yes, and women liked it. <laughs> it was a privilege back then to be picked up by a man at the store. Oh, uh, yes, the Mary Jane store. You all remember it, you old fogies. You old fogies, don't <laughs> deny it. You all did it. That's where our grandparents came from. Oh, man. Oh, man, but, uh, uh, but uh, of course the, the love causes a rift between them. Of course, they both love the same Mary Jane, even though there are dozens. <laughs> I mean, it's manufactured. <laughs> it's the Henry T. Ford era of a factory line. They're assembling them together, but again, they'd spent all their pennies. Mm. And uh, they, they, they go apart for a while. They try to go solo, and they both fail even more miserably, <laughs> buying more mannequins and more trench coats to flesh out their Because even, I mean, they were successful at busking, but alone, they were, they were failures. They were flailing. Even, even their cousins would uh, turn away and give a quarter to a, a rich man instead. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what would happen. They'd be singing, and the, their cousins would say... I want you to know I can spare this money, but I'm not giving it to you because you are so bad at You're what you do. You're truly bad at solo acapella singing. But what's happening all at the same time? The National Barbershop Quartet Contest. And actually, it's international. There's a barbershop quartet from every single country. And if you know anything about international relations, sometimes these can have huge implications. Like when America played hockey against the USSR and they beat them at hockey and that was one of the pivotal moments of ending the war. This is the same thing. But what happened to the American team? Food poisoning. They were disqualified. And every single other barbershop quartet in the entire US of A was too scared to go up against the Germans. And so who did they call? this was in World War II. It was in the 40s. The 40s, I told you. <laughs> and, and the Nazis were competing. They. <laughs> <laughs> this, can we say that? I think we can. I think it's historically <laughs> accurate to say this barbershop quartet was pivotal to ending this gruesome <laughs> world war. 
And they both get the call. Or at least that's what they thought. That's in their minds. <laughs> that later, when they looked back on it, they said, Hiroshima bomb, we sure dropped a bomb on that competition. But anywho, uh, they are there at the international uh, contest. And they realized something. They said, the only way that we are going to fool them into thinking that we're a, quarter shop, a barbershop quartet is to do something that no other uh, quartet has ever done. Sing in tandem the entire song. They said it was impossible. They said the last group that <laughs> tried got food poisoning. <laughs> yeah. But they sure do it. And it is a beautiful song all about their hometown. Staten Island. Staten Island, U.S. of A. Uh, in this beautiful song titled, This One's for America. <laughs>
they end the war. The Mary and Jane story gives them a complimentary Mary Jane. They go home with their sweethearts. And uh, yeah, all is well. A beautiful American story. <laughs> they use this as propaganda material for when the for, Vietnam for, War came. <laughs> they use it to sell war bonds and then reappropriated it for the Vietnam it War. It failed terribly. Horribly. People said, this makes me not want to go even That's more. That's why Vietnam failed horribly. There were so many issues with the Vietnam War, but this, this one, one was also protested. <laughs> At some points, more furiously. <laughs> they said... At one point, the government said, you have a choice. Send the troops home or outlaw this musical. And the reasons why it took so long for the troops to come home was because they ran this musical first. But you know what I hope is never banned? This podcast. This podcast. Although it might with our (laughs) very controversial war statement. But I want to reiterate. Yeah. We do not take any of these issues lightly. The no, guy who wrote God. this musical was a product of his time, product. and while that is unforgivable, we are shedding light on the musical yes. and the problematic content this, that is in it. This podcast is nothing but for awareness mm-hmm. of sometimes talented, creative people seeing the world through a lens which we now see is flawed. Aren't we glad we can no longer buy a Mary Jane at the local department store? Aren't we glad (laughs) that no longer are white men comparing themselves to nuclear bombs? Uh, Seriously. Seriously. We do not take that lightly. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. In fact, America made a grave mistake when they bombed those people. They truly did. It really was a horror and a travesty in mankind. Do you know what else is a travesty? Of a much lesser, of a honestly, minuscule astronomically level. small compared to that. level <laughs> is this episode has to come to an end. And even though we remember Veterans Day, Independence Day, D-Day, every day, of course, is 